Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joe Pags Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you here. Welcome. It is the Joe Pags Show. My pleasure to have you along for the ride for a Monday. A Motown Monday. You know, Carrie, we're now heard in three great basketball towns. That's awesome. San Antonio, Houston, and now Denver. Love it. And all due respect to Houston and Denver. Go Spurs, go. Yes. Well, it was fantastic. The drive for five is over. And uh, the Spurs, once again, NBA champions. Um, I would say world champions, but I know that uh, that Coach Popovich would prefer to say NBA champions because if you look at the Spurs team, they've got they've got Argentina, they've got mm-hmm. Brazil, they've got um, Australia, they've yep. got New Zealand, they've got uh, I mean the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is a, not not a foreign nation, but um, man, just, that's pretty I mean, awesome. Talk about take a team and and show another team that one superstar can't beat you. And that's exactly what I see happened. Yes, it was amazing last night. It was absolutely it. amazing. Um, again, my regards to the Nugget fans out there. My regards to the to the Rockets fans out there. Maybe someday. Yeah, maybe. But not today. Mm-mm. Not today. Go, a Spurs go. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of celebration going on in San Antonio. And uh, we'll talk to the, to, to the voice of the Spurs at the bottom of the hour, Bill Schoening, best in the business, just to sort of wrap up the season. And, again... Just to sort of give a little bit of a nudge to to the other cities that are listening, um, but I would I would make this suggestion right now. If you're in Houston, or you're in Denver, and you are running one of those two teams, which are both historically very good teams, pick up the phone, call R.C. Buford, call Greg Popovich, call Peter Holt, and find out what the hell they're doing. Now, I don't know if they'll tell you. You know, I say this all the time. Um, the state of Texas run so much better than the federal government does. And, and I would also say the state of Colorado, although many in Colorado would disagree with their with their Hickenlooper, is, their, is the governor. I don't know about that guy. The, his name is Hickenlooper, Carrie. Hickenlooper. Okay. Hickenlooper. Mm-hmm. He's this Democrat who, who pretended like he was pro-guns, then he was, and he's a guy who's confused. Oh, I see. Um, but, but they need to pick up the phone and call, and call Rick Perry in Texas and say, hey, dude, I mean, how are you doing it? What's going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like the feds need to be a good that. idea. So if I'm running one of these other teams, all of these other teams that are not the champions this year, why are you not jumping <laughs> on your private charter jet and heading to San Antonio and saying, can you guys help us out? What the hell are you doing? That'd be the smart thing to do. 
I saw so many people on ESPN and NBA TV and everybody else going uh, going on and on about how, well, think about it. They were lucky to get Tony Parker, and they did. And think about it. They were lucky, lucky. to get Tim Duncan. And think about it. They were lucky to get um, to get Kawhi Leonard. And think about it. They were lucky to get Manu Ginobili. Oh, BS. The only lucky piece of that, I would suggest, was Tim Duncan because, um, you know, you won the, the NBA draft lottery and you were able to draft him. After that... Um, it's not lucky that Tony was in the third round or whatever the hell he was. Maybe, no, he was the 30-something pick of the first round. And, and, and again, those of you who are listening outside of San Antonio, I'm sorry for you. But, you know, this is a big deal. <laughs> and, no, I'm not going to do a sports talk show here. Um, we're going to do a talk show about all sorts of stuff. I'll tell you who that who that female voice is, who, by the way, you will be annoyed with by the end of the show. No, they won't. You will be annoyed You're annoyed with, with me, but no. By, well, I'm not everybody you. else. You the show. We're annoyed. <laughs> Thank so, you. So um, I'll explain who that is in a second. But um, when, when Tony Parker goes to the 30-something pick, that's not the Spurs' fault. The Spurs were smart to know enough to grab him at 19 years old. When you've got a George Hill that you trade, and through that trade you get to pick Kawhi Leonard in the draft, who was the MVP this year, you did something right. When you pick up a Patty Mills who can shoot lights out, and he's from Australia, for goodness sakes, you did something right. I think there is a there's a system in San Antonio where they're getting the right players. Denver, for a while, had Carmelo Anthony. Then he went for big money to New York. You know, you, you, you wanted to build your team around one guy. That wasn't going to happen. Miami, with their big three, they won two championships out of four years. I get it. But the Spurs now have won five championships. And they just keep on, historically, every year, tops of the Western Conference. Every year, they're deep into the playoffs, if not in the championships themselves. Almost won it last year. Sweet revenge this year. They're doing something right. They're doing something that is not the classic way. Let's go and pick a really tall guy. Let's go and pick a really athletic player and then build around that person. No, it's a system. And you could could put anybody in there. I mean, for a while, it looked like I might play in Game 7. Had there been a Game 7? No. It looked like they might have asked me to come and play because they know that they I know the system. They would not ask you to come play. No. They know that I know the system. No, you don't. And they know that I would have brought it because it's been no, brought. No, you would not have. No. Now, uh, again, for those who are new to listening to the program, the, the, the annoying female voice <laughs> is Carrie Lockie. She is my news anchor in, um, in San Antonio and also just a general pain in my ass. That's Well, and that is to, true. I yeah. just want to be honest about it. <laughs> Um, and and uh, you'll you'll oh, oh my God she's a sexy voice and then eventually she'll show her true colors and then you realize that she's just she's just an antagonist that's so not true you know I mean? no but uh, glad glad today to add uh, talk radio six thirty K how in Denver awesome. Colorado and uh, on top of KPRC AM nine fifty by the way I'll be in Houston next week or actually this week this Friday I'll be in Houston at the RCC with the other great talk show hosts from that from that great radio station and we'll be saying hello to people it's a public appearance Carrie is not allowed to go no I will not be uh, there. too annoying oh and, uh, that's not true and, and also the flagship um, News Radio twelve hundred WOAI which is the flagship for the San Antonio Spurs as well there will be a big parade. On Wednesday, for the, for the Spurs winning their fifth championship, WOAI will cover it. We will continue doing the program on the other stations. All right, just just to sort of let you know. Now, Carrie, one thing that I decided when we started um, getting interest in, in putting the show on in other stations, mm-hmm. in other cities, one thing I decided that I was not going to do is I was not going to pander. You know what I mean? Yes. I wasn't going to pander to the people in the new market. Look, mm-hmm. either you like the show or you don't. It's on you. Yeah, absolutely. Either you like the show I'll or pander. you don't. It's on you. It is on them. I will not kiss up to anybody. No. But just for the record, one of my favorite songs is... Really? What? Colorado. What? 
Come on. You're terrible. Come on, sing along. Come on. That's a great song. It just happens to be that I had this ready to go. All right. No, don't know. Why? Rocky Mountain High. Sing it. Come on. Colorado. Yes. Rocky Mountain High. I'm not pandering. I just like the song. <laughs> Nobody Come believes on. you. I'm not kissing up. <laughs> no, you stop that. I mean, oh, okay. I, I've got yeah, that yeah. on the ready if I need it. <laughs> That's so great. You know me. I'll just play fun songs. This is true. Yes, you do that all the time. It's adorable, isn't it? Yeah, John Denver, absolutely. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Houston's like, well, where is our our kiss up? Really? I have played the national anthem at the Astros games. Yes, you have. I have been at the Texas straw straw poll at the the Minute Maid Park. Yes, we've all heard that. start, okay? Come on, be nice to Houston. Man. Houston's great. I love Houston. Are you kidding me? It's an incredible city. Awesome, yes. Love it. I love Denver, too. What? What did you say? I couldn't hear you. I love Denver. Sorry, a little harmony. You sing, they are going to turn it off. I, listen, they want me to sing. No, they don't. The shadow from the starlight is softer than a lullaby. Oh, man. <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. Come on, Gary. No, it's okay. Colorado. All right, just, just a little something there for you. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering, what does what? You're, I, you're awesome. I don't, I don't normally kiss up. I'm just saying. That's, Not normally, but you're doing it right now, now. I'd be in trouble, though, in San Antonio if I didn't give you this. <laughs> we got number five, didn't we? Yes. Come on, Ego. Uh, got number five though. They're not going for it anymore. Does this even apply anymore? I don't know. Probably not. I have to come some lot. Go is for go. Going for we got number, number five. five. San Antonio is very proud and happy for this time. I'm just telling you, Denver, <laughs> Houston, do not get angry. Don't be hating. Okay. Go is a lot of haterade going on out there. And I'm just telling is. you, just calm your ass. You guys have good teams. <laughs> you guys will be fine. But not as good it, as Santa It'll be fine. Sports. But you, you definitely are not the champions this year. No. No, that belongs to one city and one team. That's the way it goes. And we'll, we'll talk about that a bit. We've got plenty of other stuff to get to. Really glad to be on the station. So really glad to be here. Um, eh, about Kerry being back ah, on vacation. Thanks. Appreciate and, that. And uh, we'll take a quick break. We're back after this in the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. I'm glad to have you here. It's the Joe Pag Show. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624-GO-ESPERS-GO. Um, yeah, they did great. They did absolutely great. They they um, You know what the toughest series was? I mean, this entire playoff series in the playoffs this year, I should say? Hmm, which one? Against Dallas. In the yeah, first oh round. yeah, that was pretty Went bad. seven games. Yeah. Went seven games. And you know what put them over the top? What's that? 
Well, I played the, the national anthem at Oh, at no, that did not put them seven. over the top. Well, I did, though. I know you did, but that so, didn't so put I them get over this, the top. So I get this nasty Facebook. You, and by the way, you can go to the Facebook. Just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Uh, you can go there. You can click on the station where you're listening. I'll have links uh, for all of them there tonight. And... Um, or you can just click on the Facebook link on the top or the Twitter link or the email. Want to get a hold of me, you know, it would be great to hear from you. Got a couple of interesting posts on the Facebook this weekend. One was from a guy yesterday who said, you know, you do okay in the National Anthem and all, but you're <laughs> nothing compared to Colby Calais, who did it for the Spurs on, on Sunday. Yeah, she did a great job, too. A uh, couple of things. Number one, I'm playing an instrument. I'm not singing it. Um, for those who don't know, it's a saxophone. And I, I don't know. I mean, they're not even comparable. No. They're not. I they're mean, not, if, really. But let me ask you this. If you love what Kobe Calais did with the National Anthem, mm-hmm. why not just love it? What does it have to do with me? Well, it has nothing to do with you. It, basically, the guy got a hold of me and said, you suck, she's great. <laughs> basically, You suck, yeah. she's great. Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying that. And let me just say this. I'm not... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Saying uh, she did or she didn't. But let me say this. Hmm. I would not be able to lip sync on my on my saxophone. I'm just saying. Oh, I I'm just see. saying. If I'm playing it, I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not here to say she did or she didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, now again, for those who don't know, um, Carrie is, is the resident pain. You've got Polo is the technical director. He's running the board and, and taking care of business. And uh, Karina is the producer of the program. Now, Karina, you were at the game, right? Right. Okay, so were you on the floor when she, air quotes, sang the national anthem? No, they had media up by the fan zone. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw it. She was great. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. No Joe Pags, but it was she an was awesome. Good. It was an awesome recording of the, of the song. <laughs> I'm just saying it was. She and the thing is, she at some point sang the song. But I'm willing to. I'm willing to put money down that it wasn't happening live yesterday. Don't be jealous. I'm it's not okay. jelly. I'm not, I, I, think you I thought are. she did a great job with it. But my response to this guy was, listen, I don't want to. I mean, I wasn't competing with Kobe Calais. My <laughs> no. favorite singing of the song still is Whitney Houston. Yeah, that was pretty great. I, it was just amazing. That was great. Yeah, amazing. So there you go. A little something there for you. Um, Lots going on today, and I want to make sure that we give the, the Spurs their due. So we will check in with Bill Schoening, who is the radio voice of the San Antonio Spurs. I'm sorry, of the NBA champion San, San Antonio Spurs. If you want to be heard, a few things. If Houston wants to call in to complain that that your team didn't do very well this year, okay, you can do that. If Denver would like to, Denver would like to call and complain that your team... I, did the Nuggets even make the playoffs, did they? I don't think so. I don't think they made the playoffs. I don't think they made the playoffs. I don't I don't I I think they they I'm just saying I don't believe the team made the playoffs. Mhm. I don't think they did either. But that doesn't exclude them from this. <laughs> Now, does that take on Shameless. new meaning because, because marijuana is legal there? 
think it does. Yeah, it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, what what does a workday look like now in Colorado? <laughs> Dude, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Now, what if what if you what if you like a, you know a phone operator? How can I help you? <laughs> It, you know, is it just a different Everybody's thing all laid back and Is relaxed. it just a, a different, like a whole... Maybe hey, so. You want to go to lunch? I've been snacking all day, but <laughs> it might be... You got the munchies. Time, might be time for lunch. <laughs> you know, there's there's this influx of illegal immigrant kids coming across the border. We talked to um, Representative uh, Henry Cuellar last week about it. And he's... I think he's going to call in again this week. He's going... To Mexico, he might even be going to Honduras or El Salvador or something to find out what the hell's going on. Uh, but he, he says he'll come back on this week, and we'd like to see that happen. Um, the problem is, estimates are 90,000 illegal immigrant children will come across our border this year. 90,000. Now, I don't know what kind of parent you have to be. And, Kara, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm going to say it. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. How sucky of a parent must you be? To say, yeah, what the hell? Let's just send you north a couple of countries. Right. Yeah. By yourself. No, sure. No. Go. What are you thinking? Go. You need a new life. Let me let me pay some drug cartel coyote to uh, four thousand dollars because they'll take care you. of her kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we just heard. What was it today that we heard that there were eight or ten dead illegal immigrants found in one of the counties in Texas? Yes. Yes. They just they they just died. Uh, they, in the they don't care because yeah. the the coyotes that are bringing them across, and it's not the animal coyote. If you're not familiar. It's a, a coyote is the name of the of the people smuggler. You pay this person or the drug cartel or whatever, and they take you across the border. And what they do is they don't want to go through any sort of a checkpoint like at Fal Furious. So they drop you off before the checkpoint and say, don't worry about it. You know, Houston's a, about a mile and a half that way. Mm-hmm. Or San Antonio's a mile and a half this way when there's really no metropolis anywhere there's within 100 miles. There. So... They're just dropping them off, and they're dying. And, and we've got to figure out what the hell's going on. But, I mean, for my money, you got some horrible parenting going on here. Horrendous parenting. So we'll talk about that. We've got a lot going on. Keep it here. Bill Shoning after the bottom of the hour. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Starting your day with the most dependable traffic reports every 10 minutes. Morning. Mornings. News Radio 1200 WOAI. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Your punctual plumber. 227-1776. In the blink of an eye, your world can be blown away. So when the dark clouds gather, let us be the silver lining that keeps you safe, prepared, and informed. News Radio 1200 WOAI. Lots going on. Lots happening. We'll get back to that border stuff coming up. Well, and and Carrie, I actually I take one of the um, the classic hits in American pop history, mm-hmm. and I ruin that. Oh, good! I, Another I did a one you ruined. Today about about the kids coming across the border. Mm, can't well, wait. Well, think about it. What, what do you think I based it on? Kids across coming the across the border. Uh, yeah. I'm just kids coming across the border. Across hmm. the border. Huh. 
Think about that. Right. Well, you think about that while we talk to the voice of the San Antonio Spurs, the best in the business, in my opinion. It's Bill showing his own stuff. Bill, how are you, my friend? Very good. Pags, as always, thank you for the nice words. Dude, you've got you've got your the whole voice is still there, really? Really, yeah. Uh, after you know. after the final series that went like that, after that Kawhi dunk that I was screaming, I lost my voice myself, Bill Shoning. Uh, apparently, there were some national guys making fun of my Manu call last night. He had that great dunk, and I pulled out the Manu voodoo. That is why you do the voodoo, whatever. And um, I don't know. Some national guys are getting on me about that. But you know what? I was excited. We were down by 16, and then that dunk uh, caps off a 14-0 run. Are you kidding me? We're not getting excited about that? Sorry, guys. So, Bill, in other words, the national guys who uh, don't live in San Antonio, don't call every Spurs game, and don't represent the best team in the NBA, those guys? Oh, okay. So what? Okay, those guys, yeah. <laughs> but by, by, by the way, in case you didn't know, we're also being heard in Houston and in Denver, and um, at some point we'll make fun of their teams for not doing what the Spurs did, okay? No, 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 no. No, we, we won't do we that? Operate, we don't operate that way. <sighs> All right. That's not the Spurs way, Pags. You know All right. that. So, so let's go back to the first round of the playoffs. Um, it's a very, very hard-fought um, first round series against Dallas. I mean, here's a team that knows the Spurs very well. Spurs know them very well. Dallas was able to do something that Portland couldn't do and OKC couldn't do and certainly Miami couldn't do, and that's push the Spurs or push back on what the Spurs were trying to get done. Why? I think early in that series, Joe, if you go back, Dallas had to be in playoff mode for about three weeks just to get in. Right. There were three teams fighting for the final two spots, Phoenix, Memphis, and Dallas, uh, and Dallas barely got in. So, uh, they had been playing uh, pretty intense level of basketball for about a month, three weeks, just to get in. So the Spurs, of course, had the luxury of the number one seed. They had uh, home court wrapped up, uh, I think, two or three games left in the regular season. And, uh, you know, they, they I'm not saying they relaxed into the playoffs, but I, I think that uh, it's safe to say that Dallas might have been a little sharper earlier in that yeah. series. Uh, and they know, and they're very well coached. Rick Carlisle is a very good coach. And they do have uh, one of the best players uh, ever in Dirk Nowitzki. So you got to give them some credit. But that game seven win in that series, I think, was a very important, uh, not only that they won the ball game and won the series, but it was right. a one-sided win. The crowd was great that day, one of the best crowds I've ever seen at the AT&T Center. And that really gave them a lot of momentum and confidence in going into the Portland series and then, of course, the Oklahoma City series. It's uh, Bill Shoning, the voice of the San Antonio Spurs. Always great to hang out, Bill. Uh, I don't I don't know if, do you remember? I can't remember. I was asking Kerry about this. Um, do you know who played the national anthem for that game seven? I can't remember. I, I think it might have been the Italian <laughs> guy uh, named Paglio Rubo. <laughs> Uh, I had man, I, I was so I was so privileged to get that call and uh, man I it was a great game watching that yeah. game you know in person hearing you from uh, you know you just call every every bit of it just amazing my friend all right well, so I appreciate that but you know what I gave you the, after that day and maybe even before that I gave you the nickname of the Italian Clarence Clemens. Oh well, there so, you go. Which is, which is the highest compliment I think any human being can bestow upon another. High praise, my friend. Absolutely, yes. um, it, it, Bill. So. I was looking at the the next round as a potential Houston-San Antonio matchup. Houston, for whatever reason, did incredibly against San Antonio in the regular season. But now we know. I mean, Pop was was going through this resting schedule that ended up really being a boon for the team. Um, Do you think that it would have gone differently had it been Houston instead of Portland? 
No, I really don't. Uh, and that's no disrespect to the, uh, to the Houston Rockets. Uh, regular season and playoffs are completely different animals. Uh, and, and the Spurs' rich playoff experience pays dividends playoff time, usually. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that the Houston might have been a tougher matchup for the Spurs than Portland was, maybe. Uh, but uh, I think still think the Spurs would have uh, beaten Houston in the series. No, no, I agree that they would have beaten them. It just, it just seems to me that Houston had a, a different makeup to where it really pushed the Spurs down low, where Portland was faster and more and more perimeter. I don't know. Well, I mean, there, there's some truth to that. Of course, Dwight Howard is an imposing presence down yeah. low. Houston Rockets, no question about that. But, uh, again, you know, the, the, the playoffs are a different animal. And uh, each game in a series, like Pop says, is a different animal. So I, I think that, uh, you know, Houston might have been a tougher matchup than Portland. But, you know, Portland beat Houston, and, and that's the way the playoffs work. You play who's in front of you. Yeah. And the Spurs had Portland next. And let's let's get to the finals now. Um, I, I, for some reason, and maybe it was because they couldn't find Bill Shoning's phone number, but I, for some reason, was uh, was uh, people have been requesting me from around the country to talk about the Spurs because I'm on the Spurs flagship. Um, I only did one, and the one interview I did was with was with Yahoo Sports, and the comment that I made. Um, was that this Miami Heat team this year, to me, resembled very closely the Cleveland Cavaliers of 2007 in that LeBron James was the entire team. Uh, you figured that Bosch would have done more. Dwayne Wade, uh, there's something going on with him because he's nowhere near the Dwayne Wade he was in 2006 or whatever it was that uh, when, when the Heat won their first one. But, but you've got LeBron James who averaged 30-plus per game. And still his team lost. The rest of the team yesterday scored horribly. So do you sort of see that comparison, or am I talking out of my rear end? No, no. That's a very fair, legitimate uh, point. And uh, you wouldn't think that would be the case because, unlike those Cleveland teams, this Miami team has accomplished quite a bit. They've won back-to-back championships. Yeah, right. Uh, And now they're coming out of the Eastern Conference, which I don't think is as strong and deep as the Western Conference, certainly. But at the same time, they win those titles. They deserve that uh, recognition. Uh, and, of course, they got to the finals again this year. Uh, but uh, you have a group of players that, that decided to come together in Miami, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, as a big three. Uh, and it was quite apparent that the Spurs' big three had a better supporting cast, not just Tim Duncan and uh, his band of merry men, you know, but right, I mean, everybody, right, right. everybody yeah. together. It was a true team effort. And that's uh, the beauty. You know, it's so funny, Joe. I've been covering sports now for 35 years, and I get kind of emotionally attached to the teams I cover, obviously. But uh, this has been the best team uh, I've seen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, and it might be the best team I've ever seen uh, at any level uh, because they really sacrificed for each other. Uh, when one guy went down, somebody else picked it up. Uh, it, it was an amazing team to watch. They won 62 games. This is after the gut punch of the finals last year. Right. For them to bounce back with this kind of resiliency, it's absolutely amazing what uh, Pop has done. The radio voice of the San Antonio Spurs, Bill Shoning. Bill, I want to talk about Denver and Houston briefly in a second. But but what dawned on me during this series, and again, I'm, def- I'm a fan, you're the expert, that's why I have you 
on. But watching it as a fan, um, I hearken back to when Michael Jordan and his Bulls were winning all those championships. And everybody said it was because he was the best player on the planet. Although they didn't say it as much as they say it about LeBron James for some reason. He clearly, in my lifetime, was the best basketball player I've ever watched. But without Scottie Pippen and without Steve Kerr and without, what, who was it, B.J. Armstrong, without, without Cartwright, you, you had a real team around him. LeBron James doesn't have a cohesive team. When you come off the bench and the bench scores two or four or six points for an entire game compared to the Spurs, who are scoring 30 points a game off the bench, if not 40. Um, You really can't take one guy and even think you've got a chance against a team. Why wouldn't other teams build their teams the way the Spurs have? Um, Is it about ego? Is it because some players need to get 30 or 40 a night? Because the the, the, the Spurs say, forget it, I'll take a back seat if I can win a championship. There's a foundation and a structure with the Spurs organization that's very unique. That's why all around the league you see executives hiring uh, executives from the Spurs to be in the front office. Right. Uh, they, they hire coaches that played for Pop or worked under Pop as an assistant to be the head coach. They're all over the league. It would take me a half hour to go through them all. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, it, it's, and, and it's because they've got that it whatever that it is. And what I think is it's foundation. Pop brings in a certain type of player that's going to fill the role. He tells him, in his words, get over yourself. You know, it's not about averaging 20 points and making the all-star team. It's about being part of a championship-level team. And every year, the Spurs have won 50 games for the last 15 years. It's the longest level of consistency in in the history of the NBA. Magic Johnson's Lakers won 50 games 12 years in a row. This group, even with the lockout year where there was only 66 games, they still won 50. They went 50 and 16 that year. So it's it's an amazing run of consistency. It really is. Uh, When you look at Denver, what what does a team like that have to do to try to emulate what the Spurs are doing? I mean, that's hard to even compare because, again, nobody has been able to emulate what they're doing, although you you had uh, Coach Bud had a pretty good year in his first year out that nobody expected in Atlanta. Um, What what does Denver need? I mean, they lost Carmelo Anthony and they just fell apart. One thing Denver needs to be is healthy. Uh, they've had a real uh, situation with injuries. Their starting center, JaVale McGee, uh, missed just basically all of the year. I think he played a couple yeah. games in the very beginning of the year. Danilo Gallinari, who I think is a very uh, promising player from Italy, Joe. Italia. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he's a, he's a uh, good-looking But he was out hurt the whole year, right? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. These, in, these injuries have not helped the Nuggets at all. So it's, it's hard to get a gauge on them until they get healthy. And uh, in Houston, you would think that they've got a pretty solid nucleus if if Dwight Howard can be consistent. You've got some really good players surrounding him. You've got you know Harden. You've got um, what's uh, what's the guy number twenty five? I can't think of his name Parsons. off the top of my head. Chandler Parsons. Yeah, I mean you've got a really good nucleus there. What do they have to do to get over the hump? Uh, you know, this was their first taste of the playoffs as a unit. You know, I'm sure they were disappointed to lose in the first round, but they've got talent there. There's no question about that. I really like Chandler Parsons, by the way. And, and of course, everybody knows about Dwight Howard and, and yeah. James Harden. I think Terrence Jones is a young player who's uh, coming on for them. So, uh, and uh, yeah, Patrick Beverly is an excellent defensive point guard. Right, right. Uh, so they've got, they've got some pieces there uh, where they're, I think they're going to be a, a solid playoff team for years to come. Let, let's uh, let's wrap it up with the Spurs. Uh, you've got um, Tim Duncan last night. I'm not sure if all the champagne landed in his hair because uh, he was more effervescent than I've seen him in a very long time. Uh, so maybe some of it dripped, uh, you know, into his mouth. But but uh, in listening to his comments, he seems energized. He seems youthful. He seemed. I mean, to me, it, it, it was almost obvious that he's coming back next year. Um, Think about it, how hard last year's loss was on Tim Duncan. Yeah, and yeah. how all year long he worked for this. 
So that was, I think, elation, joy, uh, just, just, you know, I, he obviously had uh, solidified his career long before this. But, I mean, oh, yeah. the validation of getting that, uh, that championship seven years after the last one, uh, I think all of that uh, was part of uh, Tim's demeanor last night. And, and to be with his teammates and you see him celebrating and, and the joy, I think, that Tim was getting. And, and just right. like, hey, I got to tell you, I, I filled up a little bit watching some of this because you could see how close these guys are. Uh, and, and how hard they worked and, and just the joy that they felt uh, when they won that championship. Well, well I mean, you, you go back one year, Bill, uh, and, and he's punching the, the, the hardwood because he knew that he had a, he had a bunny that he could have made. Um, and, and he just, you know, it, they were so close. And this entire year, whether they would admit it early on or not, was about getting back to that position and was about getting another shot. They got another shot. Uh, Tony last night actually said this. Tony Parker said, I don't see any reason why this team can't stay together for another year. I agree. I, I, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the way Pop uses these guys in terms of minutes and during the regular season, you know, we see Tim rest sometimes in the second night of a back-to-back or the fourth game in five nights. There's a reason for that. They want 38-year-old Tim Duncan to be fresh come April, May, and June. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, because yeah he played it absolutely great. did. He was, he was awesome during the playoffs. He was a big, big part of what happened. But he was only one of a group of guys that played well in the playoffs. Last question. Um, uh, it's Bill Schoening, the radio voice of the Spurs, the best in the business. People want to know, Bill, do you or do you not get a ring? I do. I hope. I, I had the first three, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping that I get one, you know, unless they get rid of me tomorrow. But uh, I think uh, I think I get one. I'm hoping to, and uh, I'll probably show it off for a little while. <laughs> great job. A great job as usual. We love listening to you do the play-by-play. You truly are the best. And uh, way to go this season, man. Uh, enjoy the, the river parade on Wednesday. Thanks. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. It's Bill Shoney. He's the man. We love having Bill on. Just just love picking his brain when it comes to teams. He probably knows more about the Denver Nuggets and more about the Houston Rockets than many people who live in those cities. And it's just a commentary to what he does as far as research to, to be right for his uh, for his gig that he does uh, every Spurs game. All right. Quick break here. We're back after this. Don't touch that dial. This is the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pag Show, 1-800-383-9624. If you want to be heard, 1-800-383-9624. You know, Carrie, the good thing is the majority of the United States was pulling for the Spurs. Mm-hmm, I know. And um, the only state that wasn't was Florida. Yeah. Roxy, for those who don't know, is a Miami Heat fan, listens to the program in Miami. And it's funny, the last two games, the last three games, I, I couldn't find her on Facebook. I'm like, That's hello. Strange. Like, I'd send her a note when we were up by 25. I'd send her a note. Hey, what's the score? I can't see TV. <laughs> nice. I'm nowhere near a radio. What's the score? <laughs> You're and, terrible. And uh, last night after the Spurs won, I thought that she would send me a note saying, hey, congratulations. Yeah, Spurs that'd be nice. And you know what? She didn't. No such note. So I wrote, I said, really? No note? Nothing? Oh. Oh, oh, I, oh, I simply forgot. <laughs> what? Right. She you did. You forgot. She didn't forget. I want to I see a picture of her of her beautiful daughter. Who we've we've heard about mm-hmm. uh, wearing a Spurs shirt or a yep. Spurs jersey, maybe a Spurs onesie. Got to have it. That's what I want to see. Yes. When it doesn't happen, well then forget it. We're not friends anymore. Oh no. I'm just saying. All okay. right. After the top, we'll talk about the the flow, the flood of illegal immigrant children coming across the southern border. Um, I actually did a Pags parody about it. 
that will ruin some of your favorite songs. Some of you, this is your favorite song of all time. Wow, and you're going to ruin it for I'm them? Going, I'm going to ruin it. Wow, terrible. Kids coming across the border. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, you betcha. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. The Joe Pag Show on your radio for a Monday. A Manic Monday. This is back with Jenna Napolitano. Used to sing with the bangles. She sang bass. Just another Matic Monday. Napolitano. She say she just said her name in the middle of the song for no reason. Napolitano. I'm just another Napolitano. Last word, Carrie. She's going to try out for the heat and see if she can be the new center. <laughs> they, they need help. They do. Maybe they need some she can size in the them. middle, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. They need some she's size. A, she's a tall woman. Why are you complaining about what I just posted on oh, my Facebook Oh, my page? gosh. That's one of my favorite songs. Really, Seriously. Carrie? And you're going to ruin it no, I, for hello. me. How rude of you. Did you even pay any attention? What? Did you click on the link? No, I didn't. I just that's, saw that's what you wrote. That's Pags and Pags production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carrie. What? That's Gabby singing Open Arms. Okay. Oh, it's Gabby. Yes. Don't oh, click okay. On it. okay. You don't see her standing there? Oh, I do, but okay. No, we, But you're not going to ruin my favorite no, song. No, 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 no. She sings that and she sings it like a, like a canary. Oh, of course she does. She has a beautiful voice. Because I just saw it. You're just so now. rude. I'm sorry. I, I jumped the gun. I'm sorry. Uh, for those who don't know, I do parodies. We call them PAGS parodies, and, and I've, I've done a lot of them. Um, what was the last one? The Bergdahl one, right? Yeah. We had Bergdahl. Now, the one that I'm going to do today is called Cross the Border. It's not called Open Arms. Okay. What do you think? Did Open Arms and ruined it? Well, I thought that's what you said. My poor 13-year-old daughter who sings her heart out. <laughs> yes, she does. And you're talking about I'm how sorry. horrible it is. I thought it was you. I did not know it was wow. Gabby. I thought it was you. Wow. Okay. I apologize for that. I'll just give people a little taste of what a Pags parody sounds like. This is Bo, Bo Bergdahl, who's in San Antonio now. Bo, he was a soldier. He's a bird. In uniform, I told you. He's a bird. Stationed in Afghanistan. He's a doll. His aunt fighting with the Taliban. What a doll. Bo, he was a soldier who got up and went on over. He's a bird doll. We take you know, great songs and ruin them. He walked mm-hmm. away from his camp like a bird. Left a note with a rant. Have you heard? Yeah, we just that that's what I do. I take yeah. songs and, and Carrie historically complains. And you ruin and, and them. the only reason why I haven't ruined any songs from your favorite song or from your favorite artist or or group is Bonjo Bonjo is the group, right? Yes. yes. It's the guy, but it's also the group. Yeah. That's true. Because he has a high voice and sings like a woman. No, he does not. So I can't possibly sing a Bon Jovi song. <laughs> oh, no. That's why I haven't ruined any that's, of those that's yet. That's terrible. I've got a new one called Cross the Border. It is not based on, on Open Arms. Oh, okay. Open okay. Arms is the latest PAGS production. Got it. See, when Gabby and I do a song, I, I will normally play the piano and she'll sing. 
It's called a Pags and Pags production. Been a while since we did since we did one. Um, did it yesterday for Father's Day. Aww. And it's now posted on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. Go there, like the page, or else the cancer has already won. <laughs> That's what? right, because Denver hasn't I heard had, about that yet. I had the cancer. Yes, you did. We by all the way, have. Denver does know me because I'm on KOA every weekend. Oh, that's uh, right. On the weekend, okay. plus I, I also do a show there. So they do um, know about that. They, well, they, they may or may not, mm-hmm. but, uh, but there you go. Okay. So um, I'll have a new PAGS parody about the kids coming across the border coming up, but we did do a new... Pags and Pags production. Got it. Where my 13-year-old is singing and I'm playing Open Arms. I was going to post it yesterday, but like an idiot for some reason, my the video came out upside down. Uh-huh. I I, <laughs> Way had, to go. I just do it on my cell phone. So I guess the cell phone was the wrong way. When you watch it on the cell phone, it was right side up. Mm-hmm. When you put it on the computer, it's upside down. So I had to, I had to you know, convert it and rotate it and everything else. Got it. But then you, without having any knowledge thought, whatsoever, I, how are you even in news? No, I you, told you, you I'm sorry. Jump I jumped the gun, and I'm very, very sorry. You should be, because Gabby's crying now. No, <laughs> I hope she's not. It's okay, no. honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> stop. We know Aunt Carrie's mean. Stop, stop. So, uh, uh, yeah, we've got an influx of, of these illegal children coming across the border. When I had Henry Cuellar on last week, um, the U.S. representative from District 28 in Texas, he said... That they're coming from, the, over 70% are coming from El Salvador, from Honduras, from Ecuador. They, they're coming from, from, from Central America. And um, I'm going, all right, well, what do we do? Why are they coming? And he said, because for some reason, word has gotten back to them, to the parents in Central America, if you can get your kids to the United States, they'll be allowed to stay. And I said, okay, well, let's, let's re-educate them. Let's tell them you're wrong. That's not what's going on. But he told me last week that what the system is. The system is they come across the border. We give them a place to sleep. We give them a place to wash. We give them food. We give them water. We give them clothing, whatever we have to do. Um, now, some of these facilities are, are getting overrun now because there are so many people there. And it's, it's a dire situation. Now, I have said put the National Guard on the border and stop them before they come in. Or as soon as they're crossing, tell them turn around and go back. Um, I don't know why we won't do that, why we won't do something proactive to stop them from getting here. Because once they get here, we're carrying people, and we don't want them to just die in the desert. That's not, that's not what it's all about. I think you've got some historically bad parenting going on where you've got parents. I don't care what you think you heard. Sending your kids without you doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. I can't wrap my brain around it as, as a father of four daughters. I don't, I don't understand. So... That's got to stop. That's some some doofus on the Twitter yesterday. Get all confused. You said that if the kid is uh, here, they're brought over with the parents, that you, you think the kid should be able to get a visa and be able to stay because they didn't break the law, but uh, the parents should and they should be deported, whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. Well, then why, why uh, don't you want to do the same for these kids that are coming across? Because now the kids are actually breaking the law themselves. They're actually doing it themselves. Now, I don't know how young these kids are. Um, I don't know how old they are. But But I'll tell you this. They know, either their parents told them or the coyotes told them or somebody in Mexico told them, they know what they're doing is illegal. When, when they're just part of the baggage that mom and dad bring, I don't think they did anything wrong. The kids didn't. But if they're coming here on their own, that's a different story completely. So for me, we've got to do something proactive on the border. Make the double fence. Put the National Guard on the border. But once we get them here, what they're doing is they're, they're going to a hearing or they're giving a summons to go to a hearing 90 days from now, 
So that means we'll be taking care of them for 90 days. And then they never go. And Carrie, if you traveled through five countries to get here, yes, would you listen to a little piece of paper and go to the hearing? No. Duh. No. Maybe even you know that. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> really? Thank well, you. You were rude about the open arms. I'm sorry. You I told you. I was sorry that was about rude. that. I thought that was your parody. So, so I'm rude. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So I'll do what I did last week, and we hope to get Henry Cuellar on, but I want to ask you a very direct question. You're the decider. What do you do? 90,000 children is what we're expecting to get across the border this year. We won't shore up the border. We won't stop them from coming across. It certainly is a humanitarian problem. Now, I know a lot of you badasses out there are going to go, oh, yeah, watch this. I'll call up that Pags of Face, whatever his name is. I'll call him right now, and I'll tell him what, what I'll do. I'll, I'll shoot him, and I'll send him back. I'm going to put him all on a plane and send him back and put him on a bus. And say, it's not that simple. What do you do? We are being invaded on the southern border by children from, from Central America. We must do something because now the president's asking for, first it was $1.1 billion. Now he wants $2 billion to help deal with this situation. $2 billion that I'm guessing we could have, I don't know, bought down the debt with, that we could have spent on something for Americans. We're spending that money for the children of people in Central America who are sending them here. I don't get it. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. And I do have a PAGS parody that relates to this called Cross the Border when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Motown Monday is what it is. Glad to have you here the Joe Pag Show on your radio. 1-800-383-9624. Glad to have you along for the ride. Charlie's been holding for a long time. Charlie, talk to me, my friend. What's happening? Well, I heard you talking about, uh, you know, what's going on. All these people are coming over. Uh, people are dying. And it's it, it, what's really weird and, and sad is that Brooks County, is not close to the border. So the feds don't give them any money. The state doesn't give them any money. And there are employees in Brooks County that are losing their health insurance because the county's going broke. And um, I sent you some information this weekend that uh, demonstrated how that county is getting proactive in setting up a search and rescue to find those people that would otherwise die. Uh, uh, Charlie, i, I got to tell you, I don't remember getting it, but I looked through my email again. Uh, I, for those who don't know, uh, Charlie does a lot of work down at the border. What is the name of the organization that you're with? Uh, it's, the, it's the Brooks County Sheriff's Office Rescue Posse. Well, no, Charlie, but you, you do that other border stuff too, right? Did, did you, are you not calling that a name anymore? I, I'm I'm not with that group. We decided okay, okay. to we decided to move away from that group, and and we wanted to focus on okay. search and rescue and what was hurting, uh, what is hurting Brooks County, and and unfortunately, you know, those people that are dying. Okay, uh, and, uh, you're you're in my opinion somewhat of an expert as to what's going on on the border, and, and and I mean that in the best possible way. 
I was talking to Henry Cuellar last week. I don't know if you heard the interview. But he said that that, that that fence that George W. Bush signed into law, that the Democrats then defunded in 2007 when they took over the House and the Senate, he says almost that entire fence is built. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because you, you've had eyes on the border for a long time. That double fence was never built. I mean, there's a double fence in some sections, and where that double fence is, they're not getting across. But a single fence was built in many places. The double fence wasn't completed. And, and does that or does that, that not hinder our ability to stop people from illegally crossing? Uh, well, I've, I've been uh, a couple of months ago, I was down in Fort Hancock over towards El Paso. You're exactly right. There's a there's an awesome fence. And, um, and, and, and then it just stops. There's nothing there. And you just a, walk across. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there is a Border Patrol presence there, so... But the the river in that particular area of the state is is nothing more than than what Civil Oak Creek looks like, you know. Uh, right. Most of, most of the time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Apparently, you know, the the, the the illegals coming across understand more about fencing than than the federal government does. When it, when it comes to Brooks County or any county that is suffering because of the influx of illegals, and and by suffering, I mean. I saw a piece, and I think it was Brooks County, where they can't even afford to bury everybody that they're finding who's dying. Um, when it comes to those counties, you said the state isn't sending the money, the feds aren't sending them any money. Charlie, between you and me, the state can't send them any money. Whenever states have tried to do something when it comes to immigration, Eric Holder and the federal government has sued the state like Arizona, who passed SB uh, 1070. They've sued... Any state that tries to do anything proactively when it comes to immigration, no matter what it is they're trying to do, the federal government has gone as high as the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court always rules, sorry, this is the purview of the federal government. The feds need to get up off their ass and start helping out counties along the border and start helping out states that are getting influx uh, you know, of, of illegals um, that need to be cared for. I mean, these children that are coming across need water. They need food. They need a place to sleep. Many of them need clothing. They come with nothing. And the federal government isn't doing much of anything now. Um, do you have personal information as to the places where these people are being held? I've seen some pictures. It's horrible. Um, I, I know that there, the majority right now, Joe, ground zero is McAllen. Okay. That's, that's where the majority are, are coming across. And if those people don't have any prior, if they've never come across before and been deported, the government is basically giving them a meal ticket and sending them on. The issue is if any of those quote unquote children, young adults or, or whoever, if they've already got deportation, if they've already been deported, then they're not going to be processed and sent out. They'll they'll be deported again. So those are the people that are skirting uh, and and moving up through Brooks County, and those are the people that uh, you know that at least the government is not allowing them to come back. Yeah. Uh, you know, a very small silver lining, I would suspect, but. I mean, you're right. People are dying, and 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 Brooks County is, uh, for because of the location of McAllen and 281. Again, Brooks County is ground zero for the deaths, and the sheriff there, Benny Martinez, or the chief deputy, Benny Martinez, has gotten very proactive and allowed some volunteer citizens yeah. to to come and and help him out, and and it's a uh, it's a solution that. We wished we didn't have to have. Here's how crazy it is, Joe. Guess who we talked to this weekend 
who's doing an immigration special. Uh, time's up. It's the Weather Channel. The Weather Channel is doing an immigration special. <laughs> is that's that's how just out of control? I guess there's not enough hurricanes or tornadoes. Uh, the guy told us that that basically the weather has a huge impact in other parts of the world and and their economic conditions down there, along with the magnets here and the yeah. fact that they know that they can get through. So yeah, the Weather Channel is doing an immigration special and. <laughs> Without, uh, Charlie, listen, that's nuts. I'm going to look for that information. Send it again, if you will, my friend. I, I appreciate him. Uh, Charlie's going to be with another organization that was that was keeping a close eye on the border and actually assisting people who have um, who have residences, homes, and businesses near the border who, again, are just being inundated with those coming here illegally. And again, keep in mind, the federal government purposely um, is is stopping states from being proactive. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Active. When it comes to illegal immigration, children, adults, whoever's coming across, they're stopping the states from doing anything. Purposely. Eric Holder is suing these states, and he's winning in court. Because the courts are saying, listen, we, we, we read the Constitution. It says that the federal government is in charge of all immigration issues. Well, if the, if the federal government won't do anything about immigration issues, how is that being in charge of it? And and if states, any state, and every state right now has an illegal, illegal immigration issue, if any state tries to do anything proactively, tries to pass ordinances or laws that you can't rent to illegals, you can't hire illegals, you can't, you can't uh, harbor illegals, the federal government will sue you to stop, which to me is amazing. All right, it is 1-800-383-9624, back after this. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have you here on a Motown Monday. It is the Joe Pags Show. Thanks. One of the most startling things about the story of these illegal children coming across the border is that, quite honestly, Washington's doing nothing about it. I mean, they're trying; they're they're allotting money toward feeding and clothes, clothing and housing and and giving drink to these children, um, but they're not they're not doing anything to stop the flow, to quell the tide. Nothing. And, and that's the most frustrating part. They've made it clear, not only don't we care that they're coming across, we kind of want them to be here. We don't have the facilities to house them. No, we don't have the capability to load 90,000 on buses and you know drive south through Mexico back to Central America and drop them off. You have to stop them. Once word gets to Central America that people are not able to get across the border because Border Patrol stopping them, then maybe, just maybe, something can be done about it. So, Carrie, I decided to do a PAGS parody. Oh, good. 
It's not open. Did you go and listen? No, I haven't yet, but I will. Wow. And I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. Wow. I ha- I have, I'm wow. a little busy right now, but I wow. will go yeah. and listen because it's going to be great. Yeah. Not this parody, but the song that Gabby sings. So so people are so wonderful. One, one idiot goes on there, Troy somebody or other, my dog howls better than that. Oh, come on. That's what he said. My no. response, of course, was you're an idiot. Yes. No, 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 no. That's uncalled uh, for. be covered up. Uh, okay. So, so clear that now he's just written something else on there. Clearly, that gets him the ticket. Ding, ding, ding. Bye-bye. Ban. Yeah. Troy. Troy's gone. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, the page feels, <gasps> feels so a little much better. better? Yeah. Oh, good. All right. So, I decided to, and, and I just, this is because on Saturday, I've got too much time in my hands sometimes. This is true. I do I do the weekend, the national show on Saturday, um, and then uh, I just was had some pent up energy, and I think kids cross the border. I'm like, wait a second, I can ruin one of the best songs ever done <laughs> mm-hmm. if I do this right now. Again, the premise is, why are you doing it? Why are you sending them here? You know, no matter how bad things got for me, I and if I were going to try to get a better life somewhere else. I would take my children with me. I would never just send them there. No. Let me give them to some person who's got a van or a truck or something that will drive them north of the border. And let me pay them thousands of dollars to do so, and I may never see my kids again. I would never, ever do it. I would need to be dead before my children would be on their own Mm -hmm. trying to get somewhere else. So my entire premise is, how bad a parent must you be? Something like that. Ladies and gentlemen. The Pags parody, Cross the Border. Oh, yes, I ruined this one. Bridge over troubled water, Carrie, I ruined it. It's done. Come on. (laughs) Tapping your foot on your toes, no? No. We're so weary. You're welcome. Taking them all, you're sending your kitty. It's hard to have them all. It's hard to have them all. Oh, I did the octave. Come on. <laughs> what kind of parent does that? Send them here alone. Right, by right, Carrie. Come on. Yeah. Just do it right. 
I took down one, mm. of the, one of the best you songs ever sure written. did. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. Come on. Oh, wow. As usual. As usual. <laughs> I will not play the song again. <laughs> it's a lie. I will never. It's a lie, I will Denver. never of my own volition Don't play the song him. again. If people require that I play the song again, <laughs> they can simply call in, although we've got full phone lines right now, oh, at 1-800-383-9624. Um, or you can email me if you can't get through. No problem. Just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Click on the email link. Email me. Let me know that you'd kind of like to hear it again. Look, listen, nobody wants to hear it. I won't play it again, Carrie. That's not true. You're lying to no, the good it is people. True. I w- I it will, is. I will never play it again if they, if they don't want to hear it. Why <laughs> yes, would I force my parody on them? <laughs> you do it all the time. Well, yeah. you know, that's only because there's popular demand oh. and people need it. I don't want the ratings to go down. I don't of want the sponsors not. to get angry. No. If I need to play it again, I will. Okay. But, but you see the whole premise, right? What the hell kind of parent are you? Ah, uh, this is true. They do need a parenting class. Stop sending your kids across the border. Yes, please stop. All right, it's Monday, so that means AJ. AJ! <laughs> stop sending your kids across the border. I think it's a good song. Big time bridge over troubled water. And boy, do we have a bridge. Oh, man, big time. Oh, my God. Hey. Hey, hey, big time, San Antonio, real quick, before I go stupid, okay? Before I go stupid, I want, we got to talk about game. Five minutes. Okay, hey, big time, that was a clinic. I ain't got nothing else to say. That was that amazing. Was a basketball clinic. That I can't remember the last time we saw team basketball like that. It's from one end to the bench to the other end of the bench. It was unbelievable. I thought, I, man, I... I was just sitting back enjoying it. I was just amazed how they moved that ball around. There's no words for it. Hey, LeBron knew it. LeBron knew it. He knew. It was in the second the second quarter they knew it was over with. But now, big time. Yeah. The Rockets, they're going to be all right. You know I, I, listen, I think the Rockets are going to be fine. The Rockets had a really good season, and once they figure out what to do with Dwight Howard along with James Harden, because they both need the ball a lot, when you figure yeah. out how to distribute enough to them, you're going to be okay. Hey, big guy. Absolutely. Hey, what else can you say? That's Not it. Basketball, big time. Yep. All right, big time. All right, here we go. Now, real quick, what is we doing? What the hell are we doing? Is we lost our mind or have we gone crazy? Has this country really, really lost their mind? There is, there, is so, there, is, there is so much wrong going on right now. I need Whoa. you to get more specific. What exactly are we talking about today? Because there, we could go for seven hours and we never cover every scandal. Right, right. All hours. I know is the president is exhausted and he's playing golf, AJ. He is he busy playing golf. Win. Wait a minute, let's talk. Hold on. And then the Chicago follows the day. 
Look how many got shot up out there. <laughs> hey, well, hold on, big time. I'm trying to be nice here. We don't, you know, how we go to the bar and we cuss and fuss and drink, and you know yes. how we want. But big time, what is going on, man? This guy got us in this pickle, and they, they, they Bush had this thing right, man. It got right. It got right. It was somewhat sustainable. Now, big time. Do we, everybody see what happened. Ain't nobody. We ain't got to sit here and go all over it. We know what happened. Obama dropped the ball. It ain't no if, ands, or buts, and I'm tired of Republicans getting on there and not telling it the way it is. We know who dropped the ball. That place wasn't like this. When Obama walked in the White House, it got a little better, and it got better. And Obama dropped the ball, and that's what well, we when we're now. When we're talking about Iraq, when, uh, some information actually came out in, in, the, in the last few days, AJ, that um, the commanding general who was on the ground there, he suggested that we leave 23,000 troops there. And yes, Obama sir. said no. So, yes, so uh, you know, when I hear Tom Brokaw and when I hear these other, uh-huh. you know, alleged elitists uh-huh. who are blaming Bush for going uh-huh. in there and not doing the job right, Bush had that place under control. Yes, and, he and he handed the reins over to Obama, who should have just listened to the, to the field commanders. There was no reason to pull out wholesale like they did. Now they're cutting people's heads off if they're the wrong, if they're oh, the wrong kind of, of Muslim. Wait a minute, big time. Did you see the guys that they marched and shot cold-blooded and lined up? Yep. Bush got it on their deal. Hey, big time. They can talk about Bush all they want. Bush wanted to annihilate these people, and the Democrats got in the way. Now look what we got to do. We got to come back again. Bush told them that. We should have killed the terrorists when we had the chance. And Just the get ready. Get ready for a nonstop onslaught of this is Bush's fault. Just oh, get ready for that. already yeah. started, big yeah. time. I'd have been called a hunky and everything now. Yeah, how, how, who's calling you a hunky? Yeah, on my Twitter, they're calling me a hunky. <laughs> <laughs> they're not very smart people, are they? <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. I'm the hunky here. Wait, 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 me Take that MLK. I say, brother, I'm more aligned with MLK than you ever be. What MLK, you talking about, he rolling in the grave for what I'm saying? Brother yeah. man, he's really rolling in the grave with what yeah. y'all doing then. This ain't what he did this for. You wish it been. Oh, AJ, you know I'm up against it. You know I'm up against it. You know I love you. And uh, stay, stay passionate. Stop being such a honky. Hey, we running. Don't be, don't be such a honky. Stop it, White Cracker. And I'm still going to tweet in caps. There you go. I love it. All right, AJ, we'll talk to you soon. We love you too. All right, AJ is wonderful. AJ being called a honky is crazy. Wow. I just, I mean, I just don't understand. I don't understand how that even flies. God. By the way, I'm starting to get quite a few emails, but I'm not sure if I'll play it again. Oh, yes, you will. Because the phone lines are packed. Mm-hmm. People want to talk about illegal immigrant children coming across. We're oh, going to do that. Okay. But I need to know if people want to hear that parody again. Mm-hmm. 1-800-383-9624 or JoePags.com. Send me an email or go on Facebook and comment on it there. Keep it right where it is. Back after this. Joe Pags. Glad to have you here. Welcome. 
Hey, I don't know if people want to hear the parody again. I just might not play it. It's 1-800-383-96... Oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. 1-800-383-9624. Conchita is on line one. Conchita, what's happening? Hey, this is Conchita. Conchita! Hey, that's a beautiful tune. You like that, huh? I think it's cool. You think I should play it again? And it's awesome. May the Lord give you more and more and more and more songs to write because you're a nice songwriter. Your Thank you. Your voice is cool. Oh. And I don't miss your show. Um, say hi to Carrie, sweet Carrie, and beautiful Ca- Carrie, and yeah, yeah, yeah but, 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 but Conchita, Carrie's kind of a pain in the ass, though, right? <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so, now, Conchita, you you want me to play it again, right? Sure, yes. Okay, thank you. That's we love you, Conchita. Cool. Tell it to Joe Pag. All right. Yes. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Conchita, we love you. Thank you. She wants me to play it a hundred times. She's so sweet, but not a hundred times. Not a hundred times. Why why can't I play it a hundred times? No, no, that's way too much. That's a little that's a little much. A little too much. Hector on five. Hector got about a minute. Make it happen. Come on. Hey man, so so about some immigration stuff. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I look at it is this is strictly political. I mean, I think I think Obama knows that he's he's gonna lose the house. This midterm election, right. so he's trying to let everyone come in. So when everyone comes in, everyone can say, "Oh, you know, these Democrats care about us. You know, they they, they want to reunite us." So Obama knows he lost the House in Congress. Maybe he wants to even out the playing field for maybe this year or 2016. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Hey, Hector, I agree with you. I appreciate you. I, I agree. I think that um, if this were really about just having a better immigration policy. And if this were really um, about caring for the people who want to find a better life, then he would he would come up with a proposal, and he would do it through the House, um, come up with a proposal. He'd have somebody sponsor it in the House. And the proposal would be how to streamline our immigration process, how to make it like it used to be with Ellis Island. Still, everybody's got to come in legally. Nobody can break the law. But instead, to say, yes, break the law, we're cool with that, and then we'll figure out a way to make you to, to let you stay and then give you a bunch of stuff, doesn't make any sense. Keep it right here. I might play the parody again. We'll see. Right. Yes, you will. Joe Pags. Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show for a Monday. Motown Monday. Glad to have you here. Thanks. Oh, we've got a lot to get to, not a whole lot of time to do it. Another caller, too, on immigration. Tracy's been very patient. We'll get to him in a second. Or her. I think it's a him. That, that's Tracy who's the him, right, Karina? What 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 I like about Tracy is that um, he's a uh, he's been a listener for a long time. He's in the Houston area, and we barely ever agree on anything. But still, he's loyal, and he calls in, and that's, that's what I like. We'll get to Tracy in a second. Um, I think without a doubt, um, the number of, of – I can't even tell you how many votes we got. Not many. But uh, all the votes were positive. They wanted to hear the, the border parody again. 
This is me chastising parents that would send their children across the border in a strange country without them. It's the latest Pags parody. Said on the Facebook page coming up, it's uh, facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. Or just stop by joepags.com, click on the station where you're listening, and you'll see um, all sorts of stuff, all sorts of links, all sorts of stories that we're covering today. Tracy, my man, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Hey, real quick, I agree with a lot of things you're saying. I myself have my own reason. I don't want these immigrants here. I don't want them to have no liberal policy. Uh, and I, I need to straighten out myself. One, as a black American, why would I want 11 to 20 million illegal immigrants made legal? Why would I want to push black people further back and, nor, and even whites? I don't want that. I'm, I don't. I, I, I'm, I, I ride around. I used to do Dish Network. 
I see who's building their houses. It ain't black and it ain't even white post most of the time. I don't want our hospitals over flooded. I don't want our schools. I got a kid that's in school. My thing is this. You know, we can talk about building borders and we can start putting the blame. The blame goes with both Democrats and Republicans, both equally. Democrats, I think, want to get them over here so they can probably be a Democratic base. Uh, the Republicans kind of don't want to do it. They, they want to pass the immigration bill, but they don't because, one, they'll feel that these same voters go against them. And, two, you got some rich cats that want these illegal immigrants to help build these houses and other businesses. Well, no, no, I, I hear you, but, but you, I know that you know, um, because I've said this many, many times on the radio, you know that I feel this way. I think any business that knowingly hires illegal immigrants should be fined a hefty, hefty fine that'll hurt, and if they won't stop, then jail them. I really believe that. If you shut the jobs off, they won't, they, they won't come here uh, to, to the tune of the numbers that they're coming here to. And you're right. I mean, as a, as a black guy in America, you're, you're a smart guy, Tracy. You know that black youth unemployment in this country is in the 20s. Uh, right. that, that, that black unemployment in this country is in the 14, 13, 14 range, but, but, but which is you. nuts. Part of, That's nuts. Part of, part, of our, part of it's our fault, too, though. But at the same token, I mean, I just don't think that... I think we need to get our system straight. I think we need to quantify qualify and all that. I just don't think that we, you know, hospitals should, you know, let me write an immigration law. Hospitals, if you take anyone that's an illegal immigrant can't prove they have insurance or American, you take the brunt of the cost. Yeah, yeah, but, but no, 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 I, I understand that, but, but now you're getting into a very, very odd place. You're getting into a gray area. Here's why. You and I are caring American people. That's who we are. So if somebody sure. has an open wound that's, that's bleeding all over the place, what we do is we fix it and we worry about the money later. I can't imagine that somebody's in a dire situation was just in a car accident and they happen to be Hispanic, they show up at a hospital and the hospital is going to say, I can't do anything for your open wound because I don't know if you're here legally. That's not well, the kind of people them. That's not the, the kind of people we are. All right, let's treat them, but then let's also, we have to have some deportations. But I want to lastly speak about that parody. Can I just say something about that parody? <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, Tracy, get off the phone. What's the matter with you? Get off the phone. What's the matter with him? That was just rude. I, now I feel like playing it again because because he uh, he said that he shouldn't. Well, now that the phone lines are clear, um, 1-800-383-9624 if you want to hear the parody again. I don't care to play it again. That would be crazy to play it a third time. That'd be stupid. But if you demand it, I'll think about it. When we come back, I also want to talk about the lack of common sense in our schools in this country right now. The lack of common sense about what is and what is not a weapon. If our teachers don't know what a weapon Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is, or what isn't a weapon, why are they teaching our kids? Quick break. Back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show.
have you here at Motown Monday on the Joe Pag Show. Thanks. Always a pleasure. So a kid got in trouble in school the other day. And that, that's nothing new. That's not news. Kids get in trouble in school all the time. It's okay. It's not news. But what the kid got in trouble for will, will make your head hurt. Teachers said the kid had a deadly weapon. Had a weapon in his pocket. From IJ Review. Written by Justin Charters. America has suspended kids for allegedly biting Pop-Tarts into the shape of firearms. Shooting Hello Kitty bubble guns at the bus stop. And now, we've come to the point of no return. A young boy has been punished for bending paper clips. Dum, dum, dum! Obviously, those disciplining the child did not consider the possibility of a kid just being a kid and simply bending the alleged assault paperclip because he was bored. Maybe the class was working on a confusing common core math lesson and he simply wanted to amuse himself. Who knows? We all might understand disciplinary action if the circumstances of the incident reported he had been acting aggressively toward other kids. But the thing is, they don't. On Thursday, Reddit... Reddit member Fat Man Man Fat, great name, not, shared an image of a reason for the suspension taken against his friend's son by school officials. This is what the actual report from the school says. Sean was brought to the office by a staff member who reported that Sean had a sharp object on him in his right pocket. When asked what he had in his pockets, he reported he did not have anything. When asked to empty his pockets, he refused. After several minutes, Sean emptied his pockets. The contents of his pockets included a cell phone, a pen cap, and a paperclip. The paperclip was bent in a manner that could allow for use as a weapon. What? He bent the paperclip into the what? To the form of a of a Ruger SR40C? Glock 9? I mean, what What exactly? I mean, I'm not sure I understand. Paper clips as weapons? Don't most school kids have pens and pencils? Wouldn't that be a better weapon than a paper clip? Should we take pens and pencils away? Wouldn't a book be a better weapon than a paper clip? And the better question is, when was the last time this staff was drug tested. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm, gonna, I'm calling for a drug test here. I mean, it just, I'm confused by it because I want the teachers to at least be smarter than the children. And so often nowadays, it seems like they're not. So often these days, it seems as though they're trying to come off as looking stupid. They can't possibly really think that they can call a paperclip a weapon now, can they? It's not as if the kid was seen running down the hall saying, I'm going to gouge your eyes out with a paperclip. Oh, no. That's not, that's not what anybody's suggesting. What they're saying is he had this in his pocket. And upon further examination... They decided that it was shaped into the form of a weapon, or where it could be used as a weapon. 
This is how stupid things have become in some schools in this country. Doesn't make your head hurt. Just makes my head hurt, man. I want my head to hurt. I want my head to feel good. So stupid. Yet this kind of thing will continue. And the reason why it'll continue is because there aren't enough people like me raising their voices. There aren't enough people like me saying, you know, enough is enough. Generally, parents aren't engaged. I, by the way, I'm going to sound like a really old dude now. And it's, I get that I'm going to sound old by saying this. But I, by the way, think that our cell phones and our devices are half the reason. We're constantly, everybody's got to hear some sort of earbuds in, headphones on, ignoring everything going on around them. Constantly. And, and those who are in power and who control us increase their power and control on us. I mean, this kind of thing should not be okay. Any teacher who thought this was intelligent and they were somehow saving, helping the rest of the school kids, there should be a serious drug test done. Oh, by the way, there are some teachers in some schools that do it right. Don't get me wrong. Matter of fact, also an IJ review. Teachers at a Texas school have come up with a brilliant way to protect their students from shootings. This was posted five hours ago by Emily Hulsey. Recent school shootings have had all Americans wondering, how can we make our schools safer? Many have answered that question by calling for strict gun laws, limiting who can own guns, as well as what types of guns can be owned. This school, however, has taken a different approach. And the sign out front of the school... It's pretty darn cool. It says, attention. And there's like a lion. I guess Union Grove ISD, I guess they have a lion as their mascot or something because there's a lion for sure. Without a doubt. Attention. Please be aware that the staff at Union Grove ISD are armed and may use whatever force is necessary to protect our students. Huh. I wonder if anybody's going to show up with a gun there. I wonder. Will somebody show up with a gun there and say, I am going to test that sign? Or do you think they'll go to a to a school where there's a sign out front that says, zero tolerance, no weapons allowed, no firearms here? Which one is a bigger invitation to the bad guy? Just wondering. Which one is a bigger invitation? The story where there's a sign that says, we might shoot you in the face if you try something here. Or the sign that says, we have we don't have the ability to stop you if you show up with a gun. Which one do you think will be more positive for the students at that school? Which one will tell a bad guy, don't try it here. And which one will tell the bad guy, oh yeah, smooth sailing here. Columbine, gun-free zone. Virginia Tech, gun-free zone. Aurora, gun-free zone. Sandy Hook, gun-free zone. Oddly, even though it was a gun-free zone, 
the bad guy was able to show up with a gun. What? So the bad guy's not going to listen to the rule? you got to be kidding me. Allow for the lawful carrying of guns and watch the crime decrease exponentially. That's a smart sign they put up at that at that independent school district. It's a smart way of telling the bad guy, not here, not today, not now, not these students. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Show 1-800-383-9624 1-800-383-9624 glad to have you along for the ride uh the official democrat twitter page the democrats it's at the democrats they yesterday for flag day put up a happy flag day post and I, I can't figure out what flag it is they're using. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what it is. But Flag Day is for our flag. That's the United States flag. And that would be the Stars and Stripes. And what I'm looking at is a flag where there's a young boy. Hold, it looks like a boy holding the flag and hiding behind it or something. And there appears to be a white stripe, a blue stripe, a white stripe, and a red stripe, and a star in the middle of the blue stripe. It's not, it's certainly not the American flag. I looked it up because I thought it might have been the Cuban flag, which um, it's not. I mean, it's similar because there's one star, but it's not, it wouldn't be in the blue like that. I don't know, man. No idea what flag they're using. So I actually tweeted them. I said, hey, so which flag exactly is that? And I didn't get a response. I guess I'm I'm not surprised. I didn't get a response. But I wish somebody would identify the flag. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's some sort of a, an odd banner. Because it's certainly not the flag of the United States of America. That's just dumb. Dumb. But then again, that's what happens when you don't use your brain and, and you're trying to you know, make everybody happy and you tweet out dumb stuff. i got to know what you think about soccer. And here's, here's why I say this. I had the privilege of going to Italy many years ago. I was 15. So it would have been, you know, like 1981, something like that, 1982. And maybe, I think, could be wrong, there was the World Cup going on. But I tell you this, man, everybody was playing calcio in the street. Calcio is soccer in, in Italian. I don't know if it actually translates to, to the word soccer, but it is the name they use for soccer in Italy. Calcio. It's, it's football most everywhere else. Football. In most every other country. Of course, here we have American football or the NFL, and when we think football, that's what we think of. 
But everybody was playing soccer in Italy. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was kicking the ball around like an idiot. I didn't know what I was doing. It seemed like a fun enough game to play. Polo ever plays. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Soccer. I played in high school, actually. You are on the high school soccer team? Yes, yeah, so we had just gotten a high school soccer team my freshman year. Okay. And it was either that or run track. Well, that's an easy choice. Yeah, but unfortunately, my football coaches also said I had to do both. You did both? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have to go to you know any track meets or anything like that, but... I don't had... want to be that guy, Paul. I just don't think you're very fast. Oh, it wasn't about that. Well, when you're playing, when you're on track, you have to be fast. Not necessarily. It was just we had to go get a track workout in because we were in football. That was just... were, you, were you doing like the, the shot put? No, no. We had to just go Pole run. Vault? No, we had to go... You were Seriously? running. Seriously. I don't know. <laughs> a pole vault? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Why I mean, not? Granted, I, was, I was much smaller back then, but... Come on. I can see you pole vaulting. No? No. <laughs> no. The not javelin or something? The javelin. I don't even think we did that one. Probably not. They'd call it a weapon these days. Probably so. You can't, you can't have a javelin in school. Probably so. So, so you, you did track, but you, and you also played soccer. Were you any good? And soccer, I had never played, um, but I was okay. I mean, I started off uh, as a goalie, and then later on, I, I kind of worked my way up. Now, you realize the entire world is enthralled by the, the World Cup right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you watching it? No. I can't watch it. I mean, it, it, am, I, am I missing the draw of soccer? I can't watch soccer. Possibly. I mean, when I have seen it, it's it's pretty interesting, and the highlights are amazing. Um, well, yeah, but it, it was a stop. You get a 90-minute game, right? Right. And then for no reason whatsoever, eh, let's extend it play. I don't it's, know why. It's not, just, it's not for no eh, let's reason. Let's just keep on playing. Yeah, it's not for no reason. It's, eh, what the hell? We'll when, the ball, when the ball gets you know thrown out and stuff like that, they, they keep track of that. And then at the end, because the clock's running the entire time. So at the end, sometimes they'll add time because of that. So I'm like, oh, look, the game's over. 89, right. 90 minutes. Okay, let's go grab some. Wait, they're still playing. Why is the guy still kicking the ball around? Because no they have that the extra time. Because they've got that extra time. Why? I just told you. I'm, I'm, I'm buying it. <sighs> I think somebody's paying off the referees. They give them some extra time. Clearly. And then, and then you could end in a tie. That's kind of weird. I didn't want to end in a tie. Do they do that? I thought they started doing I like the penalty shots. I don't know. I have no idea either. I don't know. Now, here, here's how you get uh, uh, an American like me interested in soccer on a world level. You ready? Put food with it? <laughs> There's no. going to be food with it anyway. <laughs> watching a sport. Okay. There's always going to be food. So that, right. that's a given. Right. But why not make the, the field half as big as it is? Because, I mean, honest to God, I don't want to see a grown man run for an hour and a half before he gets anywhere near scoring a goal. Let's make it smaller, and let's cut the time in about a half. It's about the size of a football field. No, it's got to be bigger than a football field, no, isn't it? No. Well, what are they midgets? I mean, they're. I mean, they're. They're. It takes them forever. It's just. It's a lot of field. Dude, it's not a hundred yards. No way. Okay. So now you're gonna make me look it up. Well, at least it was uh, when we when we played because I mean we would use the exact same field. Well, because you guys only had one field. Maybe. That's why. Uh, Soccer specific stadium, blah blah blah. 
I guess hundred to one hundred ten to one hundred twenty yards. There you go. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Well, I just imagine it's, but, it's yeah, pretty much the football it's field. Way, they just, way, back. It's way wider than a football field, though. Says the dimension. Uh, the dimensions are wider than than a uh, an NFL football field. By how much? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's seventy to eighty yards wide. There you go. A, a an American football field is a little, a little over fifty yards right. wide. Right. That, that's a lot wider. But dude, they're <laughs> just running around like a bunch of crazy people. You, look, you know what you need in that game to get to, to get somebody who is you know a big football fan to watch or a basketball fan to watch. You need more scoring. There isn't enough scoring. Oh, what a great leg kick. I don't care about the leg kick. Score. Don't you like scoring? Well, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> don't, I mean, honestly, you watch the, the, the sport to see somebody score a goal or to make a home run. Or yeah, to, but when do, they do, do like those, those slide tackles and stuff like that, it's pretty cool. No, it's not. It's dumb. I could slide around in my backyard. No, you can't. Well, no, I can't. It's cactus back there. There you go. But, I mean, honestly, doesn't it get tiring to watch it just run around? I, I think it's more exciting than baseball. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I mean, baseball, you're just there. No, like, you didn't. I mean, it's like they, they're they're practically begging you to, to drink beer and eat hot dogs and everything to entertain wow. yourself to watch that. Did you really just attack the American pastime? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's in the past, yeah. No, it's how we pass our time. Yeah, by watching paint dry. No, it, dude. It's pretty much that. I played baseball, too, and, and that's how baseball is. I played baseball. Now, that's a game. Soccer, hey, let's throw a big round ball and kick it around. Come on. I don't think I, you have the agility for, for soccer. First of all, I was a great soccer player for the three days I was in Italy. Right. And secondly, uh, we don't have the agility. You're saying you're more agile agile than I am? What are you, nuts? Possibly. Oh, whatever. So <laughs> so here's, here's the thing. I want to hear from, because right now, I remember 1998. That was another World Cup year. I was in Los Angeles. And I walked into a little a little Mexican shop. Uh, it, I think the name of it was Tienda. And I walked in, and and the guy there, um, he's he ignored me for the for like a minute and a half. I'm trying to buy something, and I said, "Can I just pay you for this?" He said, it got like all surly." He was like, "Look, I'm sorry. This only happens once every four years, and Mexico is playing right now." And he said, "I'm down. Listen, God bless him. I hope they win. Unless they're playing the United States, I hope they win. I hope they do great. I just want to pay you for this crap I'm buying." So I get that people are completely bonkers about it, and I'm not here to say that you shouldn't be bonkers about it, but what I want to hear is why you're bonkers about it. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. The question is, is it because you're pulling, like, if Italy were playing Brazil, I'd pull for Italy because I'm Italian in ethnicity. Um, if Mexico were playing somebody, a lot of people listening who are Mexican eth- ethnically would pull for Mexico. I get that. Of course, if the United States is playing, I hope that we're all pulling for the United States, which is not the case because we're such a diverse nation. But I need to know, is it because of the nationalism you feel with the teams that are playing, or do you love the game because it's such an incredible game to watch? And if that's the answer, i got to know why. What is it you're getting out of watching soccer? Except a bunch of grown men running around like a bunch of dorks. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. I probably, Polo, by tomorrow, I'll have to apologize for that. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be insensitive, and I shouldn't have said soccer is boring. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll count the emails as soon as they start coming in. Definitely going to happen. All right. 1-800-383-9624. If you want to explain yourself, we're back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. 
to have you here. Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show on your radio. And uh, we don't have a ton of time, but we do have people on the line. Want to explain to me why soccer is such a big deal. Let me go to Lissandro, line one. Lissandro, what's going on? Hello there, Joe. Good Hello. Uh, nothing. No, it takes a lot of talent to maneuver that ball through all your uh, competitors around to, to, to put it in the goal. Oh, no, I agree with you. It also takes a lot of skill to, to pitch a baseball or to throw a football. I get it. Exactly. But this one, this one, this sport, it, it, it's uh, the, the most watched sport in the world. Oh, I, I agree. No, I know that it is. And I'm just wondering why, because I'm telling you, Lissandro, I've tried. I've watched I've watched it. I just don't understand it. There are a bunch of dudes running around in shorts. No, that's right. Yeah, but the thing is that you, you better have a, a good breath to run around for 90 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, they're in great shape. I agree with you, but so are people at the gym. I mean, I don't understand. It's such a big field, and there's so little scoring. You know, you watch a game that's one to nothing or one to nil, and everybody's jumping up and down and hooting and hollering. I want to see 15 to 14. This is true. This is true. Well, instant gratification doesn't come with uh, football. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you love, wouldn't you love more scoring? Wouldn't you like more scoring? <laughs> it would be good, right? Right. Well, this is this is true. But you know, three to one or one to zero sounds good to me. Okay. All right, Lizardo. Thank you. I don't. I, I can't. I'm telling you, Paulo. It got to be more than one to nothing. I think by the way, by spoiled. the way, the United States won today. Did they? Oh yeah. Cool. I don't know what the score was. Who the hell knows? Probably like one and a half to two or something. I don't know. Really we need one more and sco- a half. We need more scoring, Polo. You know it. I think it was two one, Joe. Something like that. Yeah, Karina was giving me the fingers. Okay, well, that's not what she was telling you. Well, all right, you know. yeah, Marco, what's going on? Come on. Hey, Pags, uh, I love you like a brother, uh, but I'm, we're going to have to disagree on this one. I Come think on! you're just the entire point. Uh, soccer is more than just uh, a bunch of guys running up and down the field. It's it's like a good ballet. It has good ebbs and flows. It takes enormous skill. It takes enormous stamina. These yeah. guys are are probably the, the best all-around athlete. I mean, think about it. These guys run for 45 minutes, have about a 10-minute break, and run another 45 minutes straight. Oh, I you can know, do that. Football players, they I got, can do that. You, 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 you run a play for 15 seconds and then huddle. Another 15 seconds and then huddle. <laughs> and then a TV timeout and then huddle. I mean, it's it's crazy. These guys are at the at the of what Don't you think it would make sense to shrink the field a little bit and get some more scoring going? That's why they have indoor soccer. But on the international stage, this is this is the way it should be played. It should be a two-one uh, or a one-one draw. I, I want to see like that's, that's, I the beauty, see like tw- that's the beauty of the game. I want to see like twenty-six to ten. Well, then you saw that in the in the Germany. That's four-zero. That 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 was <laughs> that was Germany beating Portugal four-zero is what right. the first did to Miami. Just All right, brother. Uh, Marco, I appreciate you. I got to run here. I I hear you. Let's use a pop culture. Bye up. Dirty pop. I hear you. I'm just, I'm, I, I want to like it more than I do. All right, Polo, what's up? All right, so who would be the one person that you would, if they were to say that you're a bad guy, you know, would be, I guess, the most offensive to you because they're really known as a bad guy? So if somebody said to me that I was a bad guy, yeah. if a bad guy said it, then it would really bother me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Help me out. Okay, well, there. I guess back in 2008, 
OJ Simpson was getting interviewed, <laughs> and he was talking about uh, somebody he had a real problem with. Okay. Well, that person was Barbara Walters. Wow. And he was saying that she basically was a person without any integrity. Wow. So, coming from OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson, who very few argue, killed right. his ex-wife and, and the waiter. Right. Uh, he's the one saying that somebody doesn't have integrity. Right. All right. Kind of interesting. And there was a video that went viral, I believe it was last yeah. week, with the guy that was stuck in the airport, you know, singing all by myself. Yeah. I guess the Celine Dion version. Well, yeah. she's invited him to go to, I guess, to one of her performances and, and you know, to meet him and everything. And I'm just trying to figure out if she's punishing him or she's congratulating him. <laughs> I don't know. On, the, on that note, we got to get out of here. We're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Take care. Back here on the Joe Pag Show tomorrow. See ya. This is the Joe Pag Show. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.